Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's another episode of Talk to Me Toast. And today, man, I'm going to be talking to you guys from my heart, um, the bottom of my heart, but with all of my chest. Um, and I actually had a different episode. If you follow me on Twitter, you might have seen me talking about like my feature that was going to come out today with um, Tosyalani and Soso. And we already recorded, it was scheduled and everything. But I felt like there was something more important that I had to come and discuss. And if you are on the internet at all and you are Nigerian or you know any Nigerian, you should probably know what I'm here to talk about. So I'm calling this episode the Vim generation episode vim for me just means energy vim for me means charisma vim for me just means correct and i i i feel like in this season of just dealing with police brutality in nigeria and you know the end sars campaign now under the hashtag sars must end um our generation has really stepped up our generation has really stepped up in a really short amount of time and it's really really evident of the frustration that nigerians are dealing with it's really really evident of the madness that nigerians have had to put up with and the oppression that nigerians have had to put up with so um for anyone that doesn't have context i think i'll just start off really just trying to explain what's going on in nigeria right now as briefly as i can right so basically there is um a unit of the police called special anti-robbery squad um they've kind of gone under numerous reforms rebuilding re whatever rebranding but essentially the unit is called sars special anti-robbery squad and the goal of this agency of this unit i should say um is ideally to stop robbery as the name implies right to protect the citizens from robbers so these people are put on the streets um sometimes they are in mufti or i don't know what to, they are not in uniform they are ununiformed because they are quote-unquote undercover or whatever and basically they take to the streets and are meant to be keeping the streets safe from robbers now since god only knows when these people have not done this job these people have actually turned themselves into robbers as opposed to protecting us from robbers you know these people on the streets they harass citizens they've raped women they've you know beaten innocent people they've arrested people put them in, in 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 jail cells never charging them for anything innocent people have spent years in cells and their family have no idea where they are because they were arrested by sars and worst of all sars operatives have killed people sars officials have killed literally murdered people for what nothing they profile innocent citizens based on their parents saying that they are fraudsters they are thieves and it's silly it's honestly silly the profiling in particular like they're saying oh where did you get this money from how can you afford this yeah 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 yahoo 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 essentially means fraudster and it makes no sense because nigeria actually has um a a fraud anti-fraud commission called efcc right so if the efcc officials are not the ones finding fraudsters what is what is his business with that and i know guys today i might not be the most coherent but just bear with me because i really need to offload and i really really need to you know get these points across the purpose of this episode really is guys i'll get to it but essentially 
we all just need to carry this matter on our heads. That is why I'm recording this episode. I'm recording this episode to spread awareness and to to in, in to install some vim in you to to provide maybe a bit of inspiration for why you should care and why this isn't just a third party issue, why this isn't just a distant issue, why this is an issue that concerns you should concern you on a deeply personal level. Anyway, so that's who SARS is. That's what they've been doing. And they've essentially been constituting new SARS. Now, a, a little bit of, you know, recent history, right? Um, in the past few years, Nigerians have protested. One of the biggest um, protests before this was Occupy Nigeria. Um, and that protest was quote-unquote successful because they announced that SARS was being disbanded. However, after the quote-unquote disbandment of SARS, they essentially just reabsorbed these officers right back into the Nigerian police force and rebranded and reformed a new SARS that did the exact same thing the old SARS did. So essentially, SARS was never ended. Now, everybody has come back to protest again because things are going crazy. Things are going crazy. Things are going crazy in Nigeria right now. Again, guys, I know that this episode might be a little over the place, but you just have to stick with me on this one. Things are going crazy in Nigeria right now, and people have hit the streets um, campaigning for the end of SARS. No special branding, no anything. Why is this time different? This time is different because, honestly, there was no, there's no one leader. Occupy Nigeria was mostly led by, I believe, um, Two-Faced DBI, a popular um, musician. But this particular protest, I mean, there have been figures, and I was shouting about them out because they make up the VIM generation. Um, but there have been a few, um, you know, loud voices and a few um, thought leaders. But there's no one person or three people that you can point to that these are people spearheading the protests. Nigerian citizens are just going outside, man. People are just going outside. There's no branding on this one. There's no packaging. Everybody's taking to the streets. People are doing their, what they can do. Um, on Nigerian soil and people in the diaspora are starting to you know take up the initiative and start a few different um protests peaceful protests here and there now since the protests started in Nigeria there've been there've been you know many many assault cases by the police people are protesting peacefully but this same police that we are protesting to to be um, for the unit to be ended and for the whole force to be reformed, this, these same police officers are still assaulting people as we speak. Um, we had a bit of a quote-unquote breakthrough, um, I believe yesterday, and the the IGP, the Inter- Inspector General of Police, um, announced that, yes, SARS was being disbanded. Now, they now came out with the five things to note about the dis- the, this um, announcement that they had made. And one of the points, so there are five points, and I'm going to read all of them right now, but one of the points is essentially that these officers were going to be redeployed into other units within the police force. And everybody was like, guys, come off it. We're not taking this bullshit. Like, you guys have said this crap time and time again. This is the thing you guys said last time. You guys are not coming to tell us this one this time, thinking we'll keep quiet. Now, we ain't taking that shit. We are still making our noise. We are still running the streets. Until you guys give us what we want, we are still here. So... All that covered this brings me to the point of this episode <sighs> guys i used to be one of those people that used to say um do protest work um all this hashtag 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 we can retweet his create awareness but what's actually going to happen i never really really understood 
the value in you know protesting but in the past few days guys i'm not gonna lie nigerians have made me so proud to be nigerian nigerians have made me so proud to be nigerian not because anything is working not because of any not, not because of any glamour or anything like that but the nigerians in nigeria have held it down guys Let's even start from before we even get into the film generation. A powerhouse like Aisha Yesufu. Aisha, she's not she's not youth. We call her Madame Yesufu. She has been in these streets. She had you know major surgery weeks ago, but she's been in the streets. She's been protesting. She's been holding it down on national TV. She's she made a stance. Mind you, traditional media has not been covering this thing. Traditional media has been quiet. Traditional media has not done their job. But we've had people like Aisha go out and make make important statements. I can't even go on and on about you know what the stance this, this woman has made. When everybody ran away, and I'm not no no shade to anybody who ran when in the face of danger, because obviously protection is important, security is important. But this woman kept on ma- marching as people were as the police officers were throwing tear gas. We've had people like that. We have people on uh, uh, from ah oh gosh, my Twitter feminists have made me proud. My Twitter feminists have held it down, guys. FK, nah, FK Abudu from crowdfunding for um the protesters to be fed overnight to raising funds um to cover hospital bills for people that were um, injured in the protest to um um being part of the people who spearheaded the release of um, unlawfully arrested um, protesters in Abel Kuta to now, to even today, um, leading the leading healthcare um, professionals and, you know, healthcare professionals and, and such to the protest venues to protect, to um, treat any injured citizens on site. Honestly, FK has held it all the way down. We have people like FK, we have people like Tifeshole, we have people like Renu. Renu was one of the first people on the street. Renu was making noise, Renu was shouting, Renu lost her voice, she kept on shouting. We've had people like that. I'm saying these names so that you can look into them, you can go and find inspiration of people that are doing the freaking work, people that are holding it down. We have people like Mr. Macaroni, this guy's a comedian, he came into the street and he was like, you are not coming as a comedian today, man. Today we have important shit to talk about. And this guy was out there overnight my guy didn't sleep as all the protesters slept on the step on the streets he was standing he held it freaking down these are the kind of people that are inspiring us these are the vim generation and i'm part proud to be a part of this generation now i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie (sighs) while people in nigeria have been holding it down a lot of us in the diaspora have a lot of learning and unlearning to do we have a lot of work to do um this is just my own hot take right this is just my own hot take because i know that a lot of people that listen to my podcast are nigerians in diaspora we need to do better nobody is going to transform nigeria except nigerians our parents generations those ones they've done their they've done they've done their do they've done their do and now they're sitting back They've handed us a country that we've never really, really had a justifiable reason to be proud of. They've handed us a country that has failed us incessantly. And I'm not trying to hit on our parents right now. But all I'm saying is, Nigeria is ours now. For all of us that feel like, oh yeah, we've left Nigeria, blah, 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 it's our past. 
it's a lie it's a scam it's absolutely a scam i went on instagram today and i said something i said you know what like you can never fully escape nigeria if you cannot say that the home you left behind you can go there confidently without thinking twice are you really free if you cannot you know go to bed without worrying about your loved ones that you've left behind home are you really free it's not by coming home and coming to your house and praying oh god protect my loved ones now my g that's not what that that's not going to do anything this issue like i said it's not a third party issue this is not something that is is happening this is not like see when other countries have their issues and, and you're putting it on your tail and you're saying pray pray for this one pray for this one pray for this one this ain't that this is your home this is your home it is not a third party issue it is your problem it's a personal problem for you listen we're out here in diaspora Nigeria is one of the most populous um, countries in the world. Nigeria is also one of the most popular, populous um, diaspora communities in most countries. Yet, we don't have a sense of Nigerian pride. We don't have international relevance. And I know somebody's going to come for me and be like, oh, we've been making waves in, in um, media, we've been making waves in music, we've been making waves in fashion, we've been making waves in, in, in the film industry. Nollywood is doing things. Forget that one. Absolutely forget it. Because let me tell you facts. The bulk of these things that are being consumed internationally are making us feel good. Are being consumed by Nigerians. When Mabuda and Co drop film on Netflix, nobody else they go watch them. The 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 world does not respect Nigerians. The Nigerian communities here do not have respect. Think about it. Who consumes our culture? Is it not still us in the diaspora that consuming Nigerian culture here? Yet we have such a it's such such a global footprint. If we don't get Nigeria to where it ought to be, we will never have that pride. Listen, look at other diaspora communities. You go to Chinese restaurants, it's the only Chinese people that day. You yourself, you are spending your money, you're buying compound chicken, you're buying Chinese special fried rice. You go to Indian restaurants, it's the only Indians that are there. Yes, there are a lot of Indians there, but you go there, you buy butter chicken. After buying your butter chicken, you're still the same person is going to go to the Nigerian restaurants and buy fry, uh, jollof rice. You will not come to Twitter and be arguing about jollof rice. Now, when it's time to stop the killing of your brothers, your sisters, you want to be quiet. How far now? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't actually make sense. See, being Nigerian is not a matter of Ankara and vibes and inshallah. Now, my G, you have to carry this matter on your head because it affects you. It affects you. Being Nigerian should mean something, for God's sake. Being Nigerian should mean something. Our culture should mean something internationally. It should mean something you know you tell the average person you know we, we have all these all these conversations africa is my continent africa is my continent after africa is my continent but nobody even really cares you tell the average person you're nigerian it doesn't mean anything if an indian person comes and says that they're indian to the average american to the average canadian that means something but nobody even cares how will anybody care about your country if they cannot visit it? Eh? Answer now. How is anybody going to care about Nigeria if they cannot visit it? Nigeria is a figment of imagination in this diaspora. There's no security. You yourself that you're Nigerian. That your mother is in Nigeria. Your father is in Nigeria. Okay, maybe they're not. Your loved ones are in Nigeria. You grew up in Nigeria. You've been to Nigeria before because your family, some extended family is there. I don't know. You yourself, you are scared to go home sometimes. Nobody only really dirty the same they do. You yourself, you're scared to go home. Is there no tourists that are going to be going to Nigeria? Hmm. No party like a Lagos party, but the only people in the Lagos party are Lagosians. Make it make sense.
see this campaign this thing that we're talking about now is bigger it's bigger than just SARS. it's bigger than just the people on the streets protesting it is a big thing and there has been nothing like this in our lifetime there has been no vim like this in our lifetime our generation is stepping up diasporic nigeria we cannot carry last i beg we cannot afford to carry last we cannot afford to carry last our brothers and sisters back home are holding it down but we have to come and amplify their voices tosin you're shouting at us what are we supposed to do i repeat amplify their voices come on social media forget the aesthetics forget your personal brand forget bone those ones one of the biggest pieces of your identity is your nigerianness factory come online campaign SARS must end, SARS must end, make it trend. Let it be number one. Let people hear us. Who are these freaking Nigerians that are even shouting? There should be nobody on the, in the world right now that is not hearing this thing. Do you understand? There should be nobody. When Notre Dame, maybe what they call it in France, was burning, all of us gathered they pray. Do you understand? So, because of that, now that our people are bleeding, our blood is being shed, the whole world must hear us. The whole world must hear See me, I did government in school and I was an okay government student, but I, I, mean, I don't know the intricacies of politics. I don't know how these things go down. But all I know is that there's power in the voice. Again, I used to be one of the doubters. I used to be one of the people that, okay, if we go outside now, we carry um, cardboard in Toronto, what's that going to affect? But listen, this thing is gathering media coverage. And I don't know, again, I don't know the semantics behind it, but I know that it has, it has an effect. You can go and do your research. But see, before you start going and googling the importance of protest, the importance of protest, just bear in mind that what's going on in Nigeria right now, there's no textbook explanation for it because it don't make no goddamn sense. Man, I can go on and on. All I have to say is, this is your problem. This is your problem. For you guys that have been, you know, doing the work, my encouragement is don't get tired. Let's keep at it. This thing is our problem. This thing is our problem. They're out here killing black people in, 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 in the Western world. Last, last. You don't know what's going to happen here. You want to be able to have a home to go back to. You want to be able to have a home to go back to. <sighs> Guys, thank you so much for listening. I typically will end the episode plugging my socials. But the only conversation I'm finna have right now is NSAS. So go on social media use the hashtag um the enters hashtag was shadow band on twitter so use sars must end hashtag sars must end um you can go to the hashtag on all social media platforms and see the conversation that is being had and look for ways that you can amplify it on instagram and on twitter let's keep that thing trending on twitter if you hear of any initiatives going on in your local communities please take part I am based in Toronto. I know that there's um, the Diasporic Nigerian is hosting a um, a session today for education on what's going on. I'm going to take part on, um, in that. So I encourage you guys to join things like that as well. I'm going to plug um, in the description box a link to donate, donation links that are credible that I have donated to, um, to support the work that they're doing um, in the protests in Nigeria. Um, I'm also going to plug the session that I'm going for today for anyone that's interested. I think it's at 2 p.m. Um, if it hasn't already happened by the time that you're listening to this podcast. All that said, peace and love and prayers up for Nigeria. Thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs>